Hey everyone, and welcome to week twelve of the Doug and DGen podcast. I'm Doug, and I'm still alive, but I'm a degenerate. And I'm a pissed off Lions fan. They suck. And why is that? <laughs> they're an embarrassment. They're they're. I mean, I was gonna say they're almost as bad as the Washington football team, but hey, they won. So yeah, we're we're bad. It's. It's not a good look to be a Detroit sports fan. I don't even know where to start. That was that was just such a sloppy shit show. That's the only way I can describe it. That's it. I I don't know what else to say. I uh, not a good look. Well, yeah, it's definitely not a good look. No, no. Now. Not only that, the Lions obviously got destroyed. We lost twenty, sorry, forty-one to twenty-five. An absolute embarrassment. Washington football team. Now I didn't really see that coming. You did. I mean, forty-one to sixteen. That's that's embarrassing. Wow. I'll tell you, they look better than what people think, and that division is still up for grabs. You. Philadelphia playing Seattle Monday night. You also have the Giants playing Cincinnati. It could come down to to week 17 where they're going to be airing all four games on Fox. That's that's what I'm thinking, too. I mean, the way the way I look at it, I mean, the Giants just looking ahead a little bit here. The Giants have an easy, easy -er win, an easier game here uh, for this week to sort of just keep pace. Because realistically, I think it's going to come down to it uh, the final like two or three weeks of the year where a team sort of either pulls ahead or just stays stays where they're at, you know. But what do you think? What do you think about um? Well, well, actually, we'll we'll go with college football. So we got a bunch of games this week. To be honest with you, none really interest me. What do you think? Well, I wish we would have done this podcast yesterday, but uh, with everything going on in our personal lives and our work lives, I couldn't put Liberty on there. They did cover again, 39 and a half point cover against UMass. You, I mean, you, know, you know, I've been following them all year and they did cover last week. They lost a heartbreaker on a missed field goal with about 30 seconds left to NC State. But you got to give it up to Liberty going out and just absolutely destroying the worst team in college football. I was just going to say, I mean, realistically, they're beating UMass. I mean, that's not necessarily an accomplishment. I wouldn't really be proud of beating UMass, but, you know, there they are. I don't know. I I look at this this week. I look at the Lions and look at the games, and I just – nothing really catches my eye. It's just such a weird college football season that I don't know what to make of it. Uh, your BS is as good as mine. I have two plays, and simply put, I'm going to go with Coastal Carolina again. They opened as 16-point favorites. It's now 17.5. This is a team I've won on every single week, betting for and against them. Uh, You, unfortunately, took Appalachian State last week. Yes, I did. One of your eight losses on the best bets card. Oh, I did bad. It was a bad week, I'm telling you. Douglas was paying the bookie once again. Yeah. Now this 
this week I'm I'm gonna rebound. I swear I'm gonna rebound. I'm gonna do pretty good. I think I like every week. I like what I pick, but yeah, I Coastal Carolina. They look they look really good this year. Now the only thing I'm not worried about with them, but if they keep beating these teams, how high are they gonna actually rise in the standings? Well, we know based off their strength of schedule, they're not going to be in the playoff. They could be in a, a, a bigger bowl game. Now that'll come up to the selection committee of where they put them. But Appalachian State is a big win. Appalachian State has played well the last few years. Going back yeah. to Michigan. Yeah, I know. That, no, that's, that's why I picked Appalachian State, because they were not even considered a D1 school, and they kind of earned it to get there. So they've obviously put together some sort of a program. That's why I kind of thought they would win, but clearly it didn't happen. Um, I don't know. This year's this year's just so different with college football. I'm kind of staying away from it as far as like betting wise goes. I mean, Michigan's so bad. I just can't. Well, that's the other game I have. Very interesting line here. Uh, Penn State 0 and 5, reeling really bad. They go to Ann Arbor, playing a 2 and 3 Michigan team that, by the way, almost lost to Rutgers. By the way, yeah, no, it's bad. Um, Pitt, uh, Penn State was a four point dog. Where do you think this game is right now? Without looking, I honestly have no idea, and I haven't looked. Um, I would like to think Michigan's the favorite by like four or five, but I honestly haven't looked. It is straight up pick them between these these two teams. Wow. And I'm going to take Penn State. And I know they haven't won a game. I don't trust Michigan. I know you, you have a strong opinion on Michigan. I just can't trust Jim Harbaugh. No, me neither. I just... My thing with Michigan is you get so much talent given to you because you're Michigan. To recruit a Michigan, an athlete to Michigan, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's certainly not hard. It's not like they have to earn it like all these other schools do, or you have to prove yourself. You're the University of Michigan. It's just like Texas or Oklahoma or Alabama, or Florida, Ohio State, you don't have to recruit. Because of your name, you should be able to get four-star, five-star players for fun. Michigan should have the most talent, and they do have more talent than most teams, but their coaches are just so bad that they can't compete because they're just out-coached. I swear, it's it's embarrassing. I, I don't know. Both my teams, the Lions and the Wolverines, need to fire their coach. They need to redo. They need to reset. And I don't even know where where they should even look. All I'm seeing this week is comparisons of Jim Har not Jim Harbaugh, of um, Jim Caldwell and Matt Patricia. And how Jim Caldwell was above 500 with the Lions, and Patricia is just absolutely atrocious. And this is their guy. This is who they wanted. I just, both teams, they need to reevaluate everything. I'm with you. I do think Michigan, 
I think Michigan loses, but I hope they don't. But it's not enough to for me to like actually make a pick on this and actually, you know, put money on it. Put money on it. There's there's no way. It's it's such a toss up to me. Ohio State's been embarrassed. No, Ohio State. Sorry. Well, Ohio State's always an embarrassment. You know, when your head coach tests positive and whatnot, have to throw my shot in at them. But Penn State, like they've been straight up embarrassing too. So I don't know. It's it's kind of a toss up to me. I I'm gonna kind of stay out of it. But I do. I would like to think that that Michigan wins, but I just don't see it happening. Penn State gets the win for sure. Fair enough. I just, I just don't trust Harbaugh. I don't know about you. No, I, I don't either. He needs to, he needs to go. Fair enough. Well, I, if you don't have any plays, let's dive into the NFL. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Let's, let's, uh, see. The thing with this, the NFL this week is then some numbers, some games look actually pretty good to me. Um. I'm excited about this week in the NFL. Well, before we do that, let's recap last week. <clears throat> or not. <laughs> uh, I don't have the records for the best bets. I just have the records for the picks. Um, but you were two and eight in best bets. I was five and five. You went five and nine, so you're 97, 61, and one. I went seven and seven for 104, 54, and one. I still have a seven game lead. Yeah, I, I I need to pick it up, but you know what? This is going to be a good week. I can just feel it. And let me tell you, as a football fan, before we dive into each game, I have a three-game parlay that is just sitting like a fart in the wind. I had Houston minus three. I had Washington plus three, and I still am waiting for this Baltimore-Pittsburgh game to get going. If it ever happens. If it ever happens. So let's 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 start with that. So. Here's what's happened. So Baltimore has they're supposed to be playing Thursday night. They got postponed till Sunday, but they're still getting cases. So the game is now tentatively scheduled for Tuesday, which means it's up in the year and we'll finish this discussion next week. Uh Baltimore should not be playing Dallas, which is the Thursday night game. So we may not even have a Thursday night game next week. That game, my guess, would be pushed to Sunday so that we have, or Sunday or Monday, just to make sense of things. So the Cowboys are now going to have like 10 or 12 days off. Baltimore, they, they've already had, they're going to have about nine games between this game and then whatever between the next. It's going to be a mess, but this is what happens when you don't really control things. You don't really have a set plan and just kind of roll with it, you know? Actually, it's it's funny you mention that because just looking at Dallas's schedule, they now don't play till um, the 13th against uh, Cincinnati. So they have a full two weeks and two days off, 16 days. Well, no, that, see, my thing is I think what they'll do is I think they'll actually fit a game in before then, like, I think they'll fit a game instead of it being Thursday. So there's like three days off. They'll probably fit it for Monday. That's my guess. Do you know what I mean? So there's still six days off between games and it's somewhat doable. 
for Baltimore. But I I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. It's it's such a shit show. I keep using that word, but that's that's the only way to describe it. Next week, um, we're gonna have to pick up, you know, this story and and continue it. You know, it's true. Now, as far as the games go, where do we where do we want to start? Let's uh, Tennessee, Indiana. Tennessee, Indiana. Okay, so honestly. This game was very tough. This was maybe one of the games where I was on the fence about. Now, I like Tennessee. I think they need to rebound. They need they need to they just need to play better. I I don't know what else to explain it. Like I don't think the Colts should be favored in this game. I just don't see it. But that's just me. Um the over under I would be leaning towards the over. It's it's right around where I would pick. Um, but no, I'm I'm going with Tennessee uh, outright. I think they're going to win, uh, even though they are the underdogs. What do you think? Boy, I tell you, when they looked good last week against Green Bay, there's no reason for me not to pick Indy. And I am going to pick Indy straight off of their defense. Um, Tennessee... <laughs> Impressive win against Baltimore Sunday. Overtime needed. Derrick Henry does what he does. And this is this is always tough with division games. I mean, you never can physically pick one side. Um, what do you have for over-under? I, I might have a different number than you. See, I'm, I'm seeing 50.5. I'm seeing 51.5. Um, okay. spread, spread's gone down to Tennessee was a 4.5-point dog. Now it's only a field goal. So you're seeing a lot of Tennessee money, but I mean, do you th- who do you think had the more impressive win last week, Tennessee or Indianapolis? See, I don't. I I would pick. I would say Tennessee, and it's just because to me Tennessee's had more of an up and down year, where I think it meant more. Because obviously they had that outbreak with Pittsburgh, and I mean Pittsburgh's another story. They've been kind of screwed over twice by this, and they haven't really done anything wrong. You know, it's it's just all around interesting to me. Um, so to me, to me, I think Tennessee, just because of everything else around the season. Yeah, that, that's 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 the only thing I think. What about you? I just think that this this Indianapolis team is for real. I think Pittsburgh better watch out, even though Pittsburgh's ten and zero. This Indy, Indy team beat a very very good Green Bay team, and I know you're not. Very high on Green Bay, and that's understandable because they're in your division with your Lions. Seven and three. Think about how difficult this division is because, I mean, Jacksonville's one and nine. They play everybody difficult. Houston, as we saw, is no pushover, with even without Kenny Stills. And then you have Tennessee and Indianapolis with the two class. Now, they don't have big-name quarterbacks. We know Rivers is probably a bigger name than Tannehill, but you can't tell me that that this game means more to Indy than does Tennessee. I think Tennessee, you're right, has been reeling. Indy, that first loss against uh, the area in Jacksonville may come back to hurt them. Yeah, but like, I, I think Indianapolis being the home team. 
this game is so meaningful to both teams. I just think Tennessee's kind of had a harder, a harder year for you know what's expected of them. But speaking of Kenny Stills, did you see what happened in the news today? No, I was at work. He got released. Interesting. Mutually decided to part ways with Houston. He's out of there. So we may be talking about him on a contending team in the near future here. Hello, Lions. Uh, Yeah. I mean, hey, we can use anything, to be honest, but... All so right. you, so we're on opposite sides. That's great. That's a good. It's a good start. It's a good start. So the next game on the board is Carolina, Minnesota. Carolina four point dogs, forty six and a half being total. This total has steamed up to fifty one and a half. Uh, Minnesota is now a three and a half point favorite. What say you, Douglas? I like Minnesota. I just I'm not really a believer with Carolina. Even though they absolutely destroyed my Lions, I don't consider that really a win anyways. I like Minnesota. I think Delvin Cook's going to have a huge game. Um, before I go any further, though, I do have some sort of breaking news here. Um, the Ohio State and Illinois game uh, has been canceled for tomorrow due to COVID. So good on you, Buckeyes. You've... Just got to throw my shot in there for them. Uh, good on you for the Buckeyes for having a game canceled because they obviously don't know what they're doing. But continuing on, uh, no, I, I like Minnesota. I think Delvin Cook's going to have a huge game. And Carolina, I just I don't see them as a very good team. Even though they have a win against my Lions and they looked really impressive there. They beat the Lions. You know, it's not like they really played anyone big. Yeah, but you you guys lost to a backup. Yeah, no, we, we were horrendous. But I do think Minnesota is one of the best in the division. I mean, I think our division, our division's like very, very overrated. But I do think Minnesota should be contending with Green Bay for that top spot. So I'm going to go with them. Minnesota is too far back, in my opinion. I think I think if Green Bay wins this game Sunday against Chicago, I think it'll be a win. But I'm going with you for the same reasons. Um, it's Dalvin Cook. There's no McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know his status. It's probably still up in the air. But the total, man, I mean, this one steamed up five points from where, where it started. Oh, no, sorry, steamed up three points from 48.5 to 51.5. Any opinion on the betting side? As far as the betting goes, I think Minnesota wins outright. Over under, I I wouldn't really touch. Um, yeah, I just I it's too unpredictable. Too unpredictable with with how the over under could go. I'm I'm staying far away from that. I think the problem is it's right in your sweet spot, and you don't like it when it's just when it shot up yeah. from under your under your number two where where it is now, which is fair. Not only that, I just I don't know what who's gonna show up because we got Kirk Cousins who is basically a very average quarterback, and we have Carolina without McCaffrey. So I just don't know where the points are gonna come from. 
and it's not really low enough where I could say, you know what, a 27 to 21 game gets it done, you know, or 27, 24 gets it done. I just, I, I don't think, I don't think there's going to be very many points in this game, but I, it's not over. It's not where I would take it, you know. Fair enough. Well, let's go to the next game. We have the Chargers at Buffalo. Uh, started at six point favorites. Now down to four and a half. Total fifty to fifty two and a half. We've seen some Chargers money this week, but I know which side you're going. On. Yeah, you you know I'm going with Buffalo in this one. Um, I can't knock the Chargers. They've actually considering the amount of bad luck they've had this year, they've actually had an amazing year. I, I think that's a team that, although they're going to end up in one of the bottom parts of the league, they should really hold their head high because Justin Herbert's like looked like a star. Obviously, next year you have um, Darwin James healthy, and you you start to get, you know, you have a bunch of talent. So that team, I think, Plus, plus Eckler was a really tough loss, too. You name him the starter, and then, you know, he sort of earned that starting role over Melvin Gordon and tears his ACL a couple weeks in. Or maybe it was even before the year. But either way, it's it's just tough luck for that team. But I'm going with the Bills. They are the better team, and I, I think they're going to win the division this year, which is kind of crazy. Any interest on this betting? Ah, uh, I like the Bills winning. I I think they're going to cover. Um that shouldn't be an issue. As far as the points go, I'd like to stay away from that just because I don't know weather-wise. Well, it's as far to get as to I that know, weird spot in Buffalo. As far as I know, there's no snow to report. There's a big weather system coming in Monday. <sighs> I, I I I like Buffalo, but I just especially with this number going down, You've seen a ton of Chargers money this week. And the total, I think, I think can go under only because who knows? Because the Buffalo does get that lake effect snow. I mean, you never no, know. No, no, no. You're right, and that's that's the thing with Buffalo. Even if it's not the lake effect snow, it could be the wind. Uh, Buffalo is a weird city, and the the way the weather is with the different factors. If it's under fi- over 50, I'm not taking it. Even if it's two high-powered offenses, I just... There's way too much to to gauge on the weather. It's one of those cities where I just... Even as a city, I just kind of stay away from. You also have the Chargers coming from west to east. That's true. No, that's another thing. Uh, especially as a 1 o'clock game. Uh, that, that definitely could be a factor as well. Depending when they do get to Buffalo. Um, but yeah... Um, there's a lot of factors in this. Why I wouldn't touch the over/under, but as far as the actual game goes, I'm going Buffalo, and I do think they win by a fair amount. I think this is probably a get-right game for Buffalo, and what I mean by that is get back on the horse, start contending for the playoffs. Um, I think they have control of this division too, simply because New England lost last week, four and six. We know where the Jets are. But they're but Miami is right on their heels six and four though tough loss last week at Denver. No, Miami's Miami's really impressed. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I I do think Buffalo is still the front runner for that division though, and I do think they're gonna they're gonna eventually run away with it. But Miami's at least making it interesting. 
All right, well, let's go to a game where uh, I think I've seen one of the most gruesome injuries last week. We're talking Jets, Cincinnati. Jets, four and a half and 45 to start the week. It's now six and 44. We got Giants. Uh, sorry, I said Jets, didn't I? What an idiot. Yeah, you know, you're good. Giants, uh, favored in this game by six. Totals at 44. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know where you're at with this game. So this game's kind of a mess as far as what to pick and what to really think here. I'm going to go with the Giants. And I just think the Giants are going to play a little better. And they're going to they're gonna come out playing stronger, playing more inspired, just because they are still in a division hunt. They're still fighting for that division, as pitiful as they are, and they're right in it. So I do think the Giants are going to come out and win. I do think they're going to cover. The over-under is tempting, although, again, I don't know where the points are going to come from. And Cincinnati is one of those weird cities, just like Buffalo, where they're on a lake, and I don't know what the weather is going to be like. It may not be snowy but it could be a very windy game and it could cause some havoc so i'm going to kind of stay away from that but i do really like the giants in this game what about the six points is that i think that's too many for the giants no the the giants are going to win they're going to cover i i think the giants are going to cover i I don't really have i i think the six is is fine uh just because the Bengals without burrow i just can't see it happening Burrow factor is big, but I think I think the Giants still have an issue, and that's winning games that they should. See, my thing is is think about how bad the Bengals were last year to get Burrow, and they really didn't add much to their team. It's not like they went out and built a team around Burrow. They've just kind of got him in. And I think they're just going to go back to the way they were last year. That's 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 what I'm kind of banking on. But I'm I don't take really... a shot in the dark. I'm going to take a shot in the dark with Cincinnati. I absolutely love that this number keeps climbing for the Giants. I think Cincinnati rallies around the team. I think this game even goes under the total. And, and I think you're right too. It is a windy city. There is water around it. I'm going to take Cincinnati just because I still don't trust the Giants. I don't trust anybody in that bloody division. I had to pick a winner yesterday. I'm going to take a flyer on Cincinnati. No, it's 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 a it's a good shot. It's it's I mean, definitely helps me out because I need to catch up. So, I'll take it, but it's not a bad guess. It's not a bad like this is sort of a toss-up game to be honest. There's a few games this week where it really could go either way because both teams are just pretty bad, but it's not a bad guess. I'm just banking on last year they were the worst team in the league, Cincinnati, and the reason why they are half decent this year, they're out. You know, is he's out, so I'm just I'm I'm going with the Giants. I I just. I got to believe that they're fighting for that division title, which is crazy, but I just got to believe that they're going to come out and try to try to win some games. 
Here's an interesting next game that I'm sure that you have a strong opinion on. And the total's kind of right in your wheelhouse. So I don't know if you're going to go over under. Um, Cleveland at the Jags, six and a half and 49 to start the week. It's now seven flat and 49 and a half. What say you, Douglas? So I'm jumping on your bandwagon with this one. At least what you've done in the past, like, 12 weeks here, 11 weeks. I'm picking Jacksonville to cover. And even, you know what? They're going to win out this, win this game outright. I think Jacksonville wins. Um, as far as the over-under, I'm going to kind of stay away from this just because they're, both teams are so bad. I can see this game being like a 10-7 to 7 game. But I can also see it being in the 30s. So I'm going to kind of stay away from this. But I do have Jacksonville covering and winning this game. You took it right away right, right out of my mouth. Interesting to note that Cleveland played a very difficult game against Philly last week. Rain hampered them. Their goal, Jacksonville's is their second week at home. I think I, I, I think you got, have an interesting angle, and I and I actually like Jacksonville to win too. I was gonna think I was going to be on an island by myself, you know, like the island of misfit toys. Yeah, like I, I just. I don't know. This, this game this game really worries me. Like it's just a weird game. And I think too, you know? Cleveland is still missing Beckham. I know they have Chubb and I know they cream home, but I think too, Jacksonville's young players, Chark, Robinson, they're possibly even thinking of having Gardner Minshew back. If Gardner Minshew plays this week, look out because I think Minshew's gonna start throwing that ball all around the park. No, I. It's it's so crazy. I don't know why I'm I'm thinking Jacksonville. Just something tells me that Cleveland is just they're just a disappointment. Without OBJ, I just I feel like they're going to lose. And Jacksonville's not that Jacksonville's been good by any stretch, but they have somewhat held them into games and sort of hung out, hung around. Um, and I feel like when you're playing a bad team, if you can hang around with a bad team, you could be able to beat them. So that's why I'm going with Jacksonville. I think they're going to hang around enough to be tight in the fourth quarter. And I think they're going to pull ahead and win the game. Well, I think too, is that Cleveland plays Tennessee next week. I think Cleveland's going to be looking past the Jags. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense too. I just. I'm just going off my gut this week with this with this game, and then neither team's really good. You know, it's it's more of a toss up, if anything. I first of all, the first thing I noticed with this game is I hate that seven points. I think that's that's super high for a team that hasn't done anything all year. So yeah, and I think I think seven and three is is a surprise to me. With the, 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 the Cleveland, but they, I mean, I don't think they're going to win the division. They still have to compete with Tennessee and Indianapolis. They still have to compete with Buffalo, and they're not as good as those three teams that I mentioned. Miami's six and four, Vegas is six and four. No. Uh, Kansas City's nine and one. They got to compete with them. No, I, you're, you're right. Baltimore's still in there with the show, but six and four. It's a flat spot. I think it's it's a flat spot for Cleveland. They played a very tough, a tougher defense than than what I, I 
than what they're playing this week. Um, but I'm on the same I'm on the same bandwagon, man. I thought for sure that you, I would just be partying on the island of misfit toys. But Douglas, yeah. I like you thinking. Yeah, no, I I for the past couple weeks I've watched Jacksonville just kept an eye on them, and you know what? This is one of the games where I do think they can they can maybe steal one. Think think about this too. They, they played Pittsburgh last week, and we know Pittsburgh's ten and zero. But look at those previous two weeks. Came back, lost by two um, against Houston. They went for two, which is ridiculous, but whatever. They kept it within four points against Green Bay in Green Bay. That's a tough place to play. Absolutely, and the weather wasn't great. Like they they did their job, and I think Cleveland is just bad enough. That if they just do their job, they come out successful. Okay, well, let's go down to the only team that hasn't won a game, the Jets. Uh, playing Miami in New York, it is 7.5 and 44.5 and to start the week. It's now a flat 7, and total still hasn't budged. What say you, Douglas? So this game, I almost picked the Jets to cover. Almost. But then I remembered how well Miami's playing, and I'm just going to roll with Miami. The one thing that concerns me about Miami is that they benched two last game. So I don't know what Miami's plans are, if they're going to bench Tua or, you know, bench Tua and keep Fitzpatrick, or what they're going to do. Either way, they should be better than the Jets. But I think this game's going to be more... Much closer than what uh, people predict. I'm, I'll just say that. I think Miami ends up winning, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets covered. Now, the over-under, that one is a total mystery to me. It's super low. I should technically be able to pick it, but it's such a mystery to me because both teams are... I don't know what they are. One game, Miami has great defense and puts up you know, no points. Uh, the next game, Miami's offense looks really good, and you know, and then the Jets are just bad on both sides. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets cover. Miami wins the game. Oh boy, I just—I mean, the Jets are so pitiful that if they played the Lions every week, the Lions would be sixteen and zero. But I yeah. think Miami, Miami in this game. I think it's it's an easy cover, easy cover, and I, I I actually like this game to stay under. Although I don't like a lot of games staying under, this is one I like to stay under. It's yeah, it's just so low. It's tempting, but it's just yeah, I I can't do it. I don't know. I I wouldn't touch it. All right, well, let's go to a game that oh, God is so near and dear to my heart, but I hate my. Flipping team. It's the Falcons and the Raiders. Interesting to note that this game started as a pick 'em. It is now Vegas flat three. Over under is moved from 56 down to 53. So people are betting the under. What say you, Douglas? I don't know. Let me see. Sorry, what game did you say? I'm like drawing a blank here. Vegas and Atlanta. This That's game right. is That's in Atlanta, right. so there's no weather That's factors. Right. See, I I jumped ahead of my I jumped ahead of myself, and I pulled up the Arizona game, going off what I thought you were going to pull up, and we are switching. So let me pull this up. Okay, so we got. I'm not going to Atlanta. I'm sorry. 
I'm going with Vegas. I think Vegas wins. The over-under, I would not touch. I don't understand why it's so high. I don't know. But interesting to note that the over-under betting has gone down from 56 to 53. So it's, it's still the high. Under. It's still high because, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Vegas is. I mean, they've had, Vegas has had some games where they've looked really impressive. And they've also had games where they just haven't. Atlanta just hasn't looked really good all year. It's it's a pretty intriguing game because both teams are very very similar. I think like I think it'll be a close game, but I'm I'm edging Vegas. Uh, I do think they barely cover, but I do think they cover, and I'm gonna pick them to win outright. Interesting to note too that today Gurley is a Julio is questionable. I think this game's going to go over the total. Uh, I I can't pick my team. We we scored three field goals against a backup quarterback. Yeah, it just it just I I don't get that. Um, I'm just so tired of looking at my team. You know, keeping New Orleans, you know, nine six up until halftime, and they just they crapped the bed. I, I think Josh Jacob has has 150 on the ground. I think Atlanta's tired. I I, I think they quit um, with Quinn getting fired um, in midseason. It, it's a total mess in Atlanta. See, I'd like to think Josh Jacobs is going to have a big game, but I just don't know what their plan is. I'm just, I'm not a Gruden fan or a Mayock fan, really. Uh, it is Mayock, right? The GM, correct? Yeah, it is Mike Mayock. I knew it was an NFL Network guy. I'm just not a fan of Gruden. I don't know what his plan is necessarily with that team because Derek Carr, I don't know what he is yet. Like, I don't... Maybe I just don't watch much Raiders football, but Derek Carr is very hit and miss to me. So I just, I don't know. I'm... I was almost tempted to pick Atlanta in this game. That's why, that's why I kind of jumped ahead of myself, thinking we were talking about the Arizona game because I have a big opinion on that as well. But I almost picked Atlanta, but then I just remembered like they they do have injuries, and that's why I'm going with Vegas. Something tells me it's going to be very close, though. Well, I think that's why the the spread has only gone out to three from Pickham at the start of the week. I think, too, another thing that, that's very interesting, listening to podcasts, and this goes every week, is because Vegas has a team now, the books in Vegas are getting pounded with Vegas, with Raiders' money. And I, it's no different in this game. I, I mean, I'm just going to pull up something interesting here. Um, two-thirds of the money that's bet is on Vegas. That's, think yeah. That, that's pretty high. That's that's what I was gonna say. That's that's pretty high. Like, and Vegas did cover last week against Kansas City. I just think Vegas has two easy games next two weeks. Just looking ahead, they have the Jets next week. I think Vegas is gonna want to pound on the next two teams. I let me just pull up who they have in Week 14. Week 14, they have Indy, so I think they're gonna look to play good in the next two games, and then just try to absolutely trounce um, 
you know, Atlanta to and the Jets to get to Indy, and this game will be in uh, Vegas. So I think it's just Vegas or pass. Atlanta is just so inconsistent. Yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely picking Vegas, but I just think it's going to be a lot closer than what you expect. Like I wouldn't be shocked if it ends on like a last minute field goal or something like that. If we are doing like a, a pro line ticket, I'm picking a tie in this game. Yeah, uh, come to the dark side. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is one of the games side. where I think it's going to be within four either way, just because I don't really believe in Vegas, and the only reason I don't believe in them because they do have talent. It's just because I don't believe in Gruden. I don't know what he is ever doing. He, one game he throws the ball 40 times, the next time he runs the ball like 50 times, and it just doesn't work. And then you wonder why. There's a reason why they are, they have talent and they can cover against a team like Kansas City. But at the same time, there's a reason why they can't beat Kansas City or win, you know, some easy games they should win. You know. It is funny you mentioned the tie. I actually do have a tie on one of my tickets this week. It is funny you mentioned that. Which one is the tie? The Vegas Atlanta game. You do have a tie in that game. There you go. See? And I think because I jumped on it early, um, I'm just, you know what, just for curiosity's sake, before we before we get into Arizona New England, I'm going to actually see what that tie will pay for you, Douglas, if you want to bet it tomorrow. I'm seriously, that's that's one of the ones I'm considering, just because... 3.10. I got it at a flat three, so you're getting 10 cents more on the dollar than I am. Yeah, see, that's not that's not bad. That's not bad value for uh, for something that I honestly think will happen. I don't think I don't know who's going to win, but I do think it's going to be a tie. Okay, fair enough. So let let us go to the game that you have a strong opinion on. I'll let you lead on this game. So okay. Arizona, New England, uh, boy, this is going to be right in your wheelhouse. Uh, started as a pick of forty nine. The total total hasn't moved. It's Arizona out to minus one and a half. So here we go. I I definitely have Arizona winning this game. I love that number. I love the the fact that it's one. I have a one and a half. I love that. I think that's perfect because I don't think Arizona is going to blow them out, but I think they're going to put up a lot of points without Hopkins because he or no sorry without Larry Fitzgerald without Larry Fitzgerald who tested positive for COVID. They have DeAndre Hopkins. That's it. I still think that's enough to beat a team that is as bad as New England. New England's horrendous. And Cam Newton with that defense, I think it's like a perfect matchup. Because Cam Newton doesn't really do much of anything. He has more rushing touchdowns than throwing touchdowns. And that team's offense is just kind of spiraling. They're not really doing a whole lot. So I do think there there will be points. So I am definitely picking the over. That's an over for fun. Um, I do think Arizona, without uh, Fitzgerald, definitely makes this game much closer than you would normally expect. That's why I love that number. I love where it is. Uh, But I do think Arizona wins this game. And I do think they cover, obviously. But I, I like the over. But I just, you know, I think this is like one of the times where Vegas gets the number spot on 
Uh, I would go as far as Arizona by three, but I do think this is like one of the ones where I think they just hit it right. Well, you're missing a few key players on offense. Andy Isabella, which is going to take over Fitzgerald's spot in the slot. Don't forget Christian Kirk if he plays, and don't forget Kenyon Drake. I do agree with your assessment on Cam Newton. It is too much one-dimensional offense. They don't have the passing um, prowess when when, when when Brady was there. I think this is just straight-up Arizona. They, they, They come off a tough loss last Thursday, and they have the rest. But an interesting factor in this game is do you trust Arizona going from east or west to east uh, to play New England? I do, and the only reason I say that is because I don't think New England's that good. But that's that's why I think it's going to be fairly close because if it was any other team on the East Coast, it, even the Giants maybe, I'm picking uh, Arizona to lose. New England is just that bad that I think, you know, I, I think Arizona obviously should be in this game. And I'm, I've got to assume that one of those uh, players, Isabella, Kurt, or uh, Kenyon Drake, one of the three has to play. One of the three has to be healthy. If one of the three is healthy, it shouldn't be much of a challenge. I mean... The funny thing is, is Kyler Murray is what Cam Newton is trying to be right now. That's the kind of offense that they're trying to put out there, but they just can't because Cam Newton is just so one-dimensional. And he's just not really good at it. He's, I can't say he's past his prime, but he needs to be in a good fit where a team has a bunch of athletes around him. Where you have like a team like even Detroit where you have a, a fairly decent running backs, fairly decent corners, and re- I mean, sorry, fairly decent receivers on the corners and tight ends up the middle, you'd be fine. But when Julian Edelman is your top receiver as a five-foot-nothing, very, very slow and somewhat unathletic receiver, obviously he's got great hands, but he's not really a burner. He doesn't really do a lot. You know, it's like Larry Fitzgerald. It's just you're you, you do all the things right, but it's not enough to lead a team. I don't know. I just I like Arizona, and I do think that is one of the times where Vegas got it right. And I really love that number, the over under. Oh boy, I can see uh, I can see an Arizona and Atlanta Vegas ticket coming on Douglas's card this week. Yeah, no, it's, it's, Hey, so what do we, which four o'clock game do you want to go with? I think the game that nobody wants to watch, but probably us degenerates will watch is San Fran and LA. See, I love that game, (laughs) which is funny. I, uh, I love that game. I, I think LA, is uh again I think this is one of the ones where they got it right because LA definitely is better than San Fran. I do think they are better than by, by, better by a touchdown like I see here. San Fran 
doesn't really put up the offense. So the number being low for the over-under makes sense to me. I'm going uh, with Vegas. Or not Vegas. Oh, my God. I'm going with uh, the Raiders. Oh, my God. What am I doing? The Rams. Oh, my God. I'm looking at L.A. And I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going with the Rams. And uh, I'm going with the over. Big time. The spread six and a half. Rams cover. Wow. I think the Rams cover. San Fran just is not a good team right now. Well, I think, too, with, with the loss of Kittle and um, Garoppolo definitely hurts them. The thing with that, and, and also someone like Richard Sherman, he's just seems like he's getting old. And Bosa on the other side. That's a big loss as well. Like they they've lost basically, and I, I mean I consider Sherman a loss, even though he's there. They lost four of their top like ten players on their team. You can't compete when you're like that, because normally they would be a very good team competing for that division, and they're just not there. That's that's why I'm going with LA. You know, especially too when they traded to Forrest Buckner. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. What do you think? I like the over. I I, I like the six and a half as well. I, I I mean, this game just screams of of LA scoring fifty points. I mean, look at look what they did to to Tampa last week. They they frustrated Brady. They didn't allow him to do what Brady does. Tough yes. to take Mike Evans out of a game, but I think. With the Rams not having anybody really to guard with, you know, Ramsey's going to be on and on with their best wide receiver. And I couldn't even name their best wide receiver right now because I think Samuel is still questionable as well. I was just going to say, uh, if, if it's not Debo Samuel, I, I don't know who it is. But that's that's or, where their team or is. Or yeah, but Exactly. That, that's where the team has issues, though. Because... You don't really have a quarterback. I don't think Garoppolo is really a, a number one option. He's a very good two, but I don't think he's a number one option. You have very okay receivers, but you don't have great receivers. And if you're not there with Kittle, your team is, is just lost. I I don't know. San Fran really needs to sort of figure out what they're doing with Garoppolo, but I do think they'll be back next year. Uh, competing in a big way. Fair enough. Well, let's go to the other 405 game. Uh, New Orleans at Denver. Minus 7 and 43 and a half being the total. Okay. So here we go. I love that total. I'm going to start by that. That total makes me very happy. I think that total is going to hit big time. But as far as the actual game goes itself, I kind of like Denver to cover just because of the weather elements. For the most part, Drew Brees plays so many games indoors and in controlled environments and cities that are warm. If this game is cold, I can just see him maybe not being on his A game. But I do like uh, New Orleans to win this game. I think it's just New Orleans are past. Denver got lucky that uh, Miami didn't play their A game Sunday. 
Uh, there is going to be no chance of snow in this game. Um, I, I, I have a hard time picking Denver. I it's just without Cortland Sutton there, I, their offense just can't spark. And Von Miller too, having COVID earlier in the year, it's changed them. He doesn't look like the same Von Miller. No, no, that's that's that is a very good point as well. Well, I don't think there's much left to say about that game. Let's go to the main game at 425, uh, Kansas City, Tampa. Uh, minus three and 53 to start the week. It's still minus three because I'm pretty sure there's good two-way action on this game with people betting Tampa, people betting Kansas City. Uh, total's gone up to 56. Uh, what say you, Douglas? That total is high. I'll start with that. That total is very high. I don't uh, I mean I'm gonna say the total will probably hit the over, but it's not enough from it's not in that spot where I would pick it. In a game like this, if it was above like fifty-four or so, I would maybe consider it. Just considering both teams have high powered offenses. But where it's sitting right now is still a little too high. I like the Bucks to cover. I'm going to pick the Bucks to cover and win the game outright. I do think they finally get it right. I mean, they haven't been a bad team this year by any stretch, but I don't think they've uh, necessarily achieved what they want so far. So I am going with Tampa. I do think Tampa wins this game. What do you think? You know, it's funny. You must have been looking at my show sheet because I have exactly the same thing as you do um but i'm taking kansas city i will take tampa to cover i think this comes down to a um a field goal at the end of the game where somehow tampa covers by um by three i don't see this game going to three and a half this is one of the probably biggest games of the year you got the future against the wily old vet it's a game everybody wants to watch. I mean, nobody's going to really want to watch the other two games. Um, and I actually think this total goes under only because I think the two defenses are going to want to hamper down. They're not, I don't think either defense is going to allow um, either of the quarterbacks to do well. And for all it's worth, I think the main X factor in this game is Tyron Matthew because he can pick off balls pretty well. I don't know what his track record is against Brady. Kansas City hard fought game Sunday night. They got to go to the, they, they're in the middle of the, of the country, but they still got to go to Tampa. I don't think the, the warm weather is going to have a factor. I still like Kansas City, but I am with you. Tampa to cover three. And I think this game goes under. Yeah, see, it's, it's just too high for me to pick the over. But I do think there's going to be points. It's just how much points, you know. I it's going to be close. I think this is probably going to be one of the best games of the year. It'd be like that um, Rams Kansas City game a couple of years back on Monday night, where it's fifty-four or fifty-one. Do you remember that game? That was an amazing game. Yes, I do. I think that might might have been the game of the decade. You can't tell me that there was a better game than that in the NFL in that decade. No, no, that was, that was, that was an amazing game. Absolutely. Um, I, I may have picked a tie in this game on, on our betting thing. Let me just check my tickets as I have them in front of me. I do have a tie in this game. 
and I think I'm punching myself for taking the over too because I, I'm starting to have a stronger opinion on the under, especially when it keeps going up and up and up and up. I will probably bet this game again simply because I'm a degenerate, and that's what I do. Yeah, no, no the, there's nothing wrong with being a degenerate. I mean, you, you got to be. When you watch this amount, the amount of sports we watch, you, you just got to be. Well, let's go to the Sunday night game. I'm, I'm sure you're, you, you, you'll have a somewhat strong, a strong opinion on this one. Uh, Chicago, eight and a half point dogs and 45. It's now out to Green Bay minus nine and 44 and a half. No chance of rain, no chance of snow. Don't see much wind. What say you, Douglas? I'm going with Green Bay in this game. I, I just don't believe in the Bears. Now the over under I really like. I do think there's gonna be there's gonna be points galore. Um but I just don't believe in the Bears. They don't know who their quarterback is, they don't really know what's going on. I think they're one of the most overrated teams in football. Just seeing my division, they aren't that good. I think Green Bay's gonna win, win by a lot. And uh I do think Green Bay does cover, even though that number is super high. I think Green Bay gets it. And uh, and I'm gonna go with the over. I'm keeping it short and sweet, but I definitely think Green Bay is is the team to win this game. I agree with you on the Green Bay side, but something tells me this game's gonna go under. And I, I bet I bet the over earlier in the week, but this this game, God, it's it's two teams that hate each other, and you know with this being the NFC North as a, as a Lions fan, these two teams do not like each other. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to play his A game. I think he's going to have to deal with Khalil Mack being in his face a lot. Look, we all know what Nick Foles is. He, he had one great year in Dallas, or sorry, Philadelphia, and then he went to Jacksonville where he got injured and then Minshew Mania showed up. I think this number is way too high, especially too, because it's an in-division game. It's Sunday Night Football. Um, I... God, if I could bet one just single game betting, please, Ontario government, let us have single game betting. I like Green Bay to win, but I actually think Chicago can cover and keep this number under 45. See, I just I just don't believe in Chicago at all. I just, the way I look at Chicago, I just see overrated. And I see a team that just doesn't know their identity. Obviously, they have two quarterbacks, and they can't decide which one they are going with. They don't really have much of an offense. They don't really have many offensive threats. Chicago just they they worry me. As far if I was a Bears fan, I wouldn't know what to think because they don't really do anything good or great. But they're just a good enough team that when you're playing a team of your caliber, you win the game. I don't think the Bears are very good, but you know, when you go against the Lions, you know, once you should win the game and they do. When you go against Minnesota, chances are it's a toss-up because it's a divisional game and whatnot, and this is what you do. I'm just not really a believer in the Bears, and I absolutely hate the Packers, but I got to give it to them. Like I, I just, they're the better team, and I think they're going to show it. And I think you said an interesting point too that they're not great, but they're not bad. That's what their record is, 500, 5, and 5. They're just an average team that just sits there like a fart in the wind. But if you remember, they they were the head of the division at one point because they started off pretty darn good. 
So because Atlanta blew a lead amongst others. The Atlanta, Detroit. That's that's it. There's two of your wins right there where teams blew a lead and you're beating a mediocre team or or junk team, whatever you want to put it. You're beating a team that you definitely should be beating. Well, let's go to the Monday night game. And I'm going to give you a couple of numbers here but, but, but after I tell you what the spread is. So it's Seattle minus 3.53. It's now Seattle with that scary number of 5.5 and 49. Interesting to note, too, Vegas has the money split pretty much down the middle with a 1% edge going to, to Seattle. I checked this game. This game is going to be rainy. It's going to be exactly like the Philly-Cleveland game last week. So with that in mind, Douglas, what say you? So with this game, I'm going with Seattle. I I like Seattle's chances. I I just, I've picked two two of the three teams in the, well, obviously Washington and Dallas played each other, and I picked the Giants to win. So obviously I've picked two of the teams in this terrible division to win. Philly doesn't win. There's no way. Um, The over-under is way too high for me. Just considering everything, the the caliber of teams, the weather, who the home team is, the fact that Seattle is going West Coast, East Coast, I don't think the over-under will hit. I would be leaning towards the under in this game. However, I think Seattle wins this game and covers big time. I actually... Would pick Seattle. I'm going to pick Seattle straight up, but I think this game stays under the total and the point spread continues to climb, which is giving me one of one of the alert alerts of the week. Five and a half is that devil's number in the NFL. It does it, it just doesn't make sense. It's Seattle going west to east. It's gonna be raining. Both teams are gonna have to rely on their ground game. It, they're both of their running backs are hurt. I just, I smell an under, I smell the the game covering, especially if the numbers going the other way, I'm going to lean towards the game being closer than the experts think, but I'm still taking Seattle. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm picking Seattle to win and cover. I do think they do do it, but the game could be pretty close. I can see that just because, like I, like I said with the other teams, Philly has a lot to prove and a lot to gain from this, considering they're, they are still in the hunt for that division. But I just, I, I like Seattle. I just think their offense is just way too good. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Russell Wilson can do it every week. He pull another rabbit out of his out of his butt last week against uh, Philadelphia uh, against Arizona. Interesting too. Before we get to the best bets, um, how about this Baltimore Philly line? Yeah, Pittsburgh line. This this line is shot out all the way to seven and a half. I just wanted to get if you had any opinion on it, Douglas. Honestly, not really. Um... That that's crazy, and I again I I stick where I stick to my opinion about Pittsburgh, but I just hope this game happens. At this point, I just hope we see a game on Tuesday. Um, I'm keeping my opinion as is. I'm I'm going with Pittsburgh to. Uh, sorry, I just picked Baltimore to win, didn't I? 
No, you picked Pittsburgh. I did pick Pittsburgh. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know. I don't have much an opinion on it, just because it's just such a mess that they've rescheduled it now set two times. And if cases continue, I don't see how they can continue this game. I don't see how they can go through with it. That's the unknown. It's it's that division, I swear. That and throw Tennessee in the mix. Baltimore and Tennessee have totally screwed this year up for everybody. And Pittsburgh just happens to be the team that has paid the price for doing the right things. They've missed their bye week. And now who the hell knows what's going to happen. So, I don't know. Is it is it possible that they could replace this game with the Thursday night game? Is that is that is that a possibility? I mean, if they can reschedule whoever Pittsburgh plays in Dallas, I think that's that's where they're heading. I mean, you can't. What's the difference between playing Pitts like playing a Thursday night game and then playing on Monday? Yeah, or sorry, playing a Monday night game or sorry Sunday night game or Sunday afternoon game and playing Thursday, um, or playing Thursday and then playing again on Monday. So I could see them maybe putting this game Thursday and then having Dallas and Baltimore on on Sunday or Monday, and whoever Pittsburgh plays Sunday or Monday. I could see them doing something like that where it keeps everything kind of lined up week by week and you're only rescheduling like three games. But at this point, I have no idea if this game's even going to happen. Fair enough. Well, let's get to your best bets. All right. You want me to go first? You go ahead. All right. So I got, I'm going to start off with the Raiders, the game that clearly I skipped. Um, I got the Raiders to, Cover. What's the number you have? I have it at three. Okay. What's the same on my end? I I do think it's going to be a tie, but just because that game is, is so close, I could see the Raiders covering or, or winning by three, even though it's barely going to happen. I could just see it. Uh, plus, Atlanta's the record obviously is for itself. It's speaks for itself. It's not great. So, I do think that's a nice, intriguing number. And I got to get back in this since having such a bad week the week before. My next one is Buffalo. I have Buffalo covering. Now I have it at four and a half. Okay, I have the same number. Okay, so we got Buffalo at four and a half. My next one, I have Arizona at one and a half. I have the same number. Okay. And now I'm going with Miami. So I know I, I know in there I said the Jets, I could see them covering. But I do like Miami by seven. I think Miami for being a six-win team uh, and being an average six-win team, I think seven is the right number. So I am going with that. Now, my, I guess, upset of the week here, I got Tampa uh, covering and winning outright at three and a half. I have it at flat three. Okay, we can, we can go three, three and a half, either one. Um, I, I either way, I think Tampa wins the game outright, so they are going to cover. And then I'm going to finish off my my picks as far as this goes. I have my over unders. Um, Seattle, I have it at five and a half, and I have them 
winning against the Eagles, covering. I can just see it. It's not against, like, I could just see it happening. And now with my over-unders, we have Arizona and New England. I have that game going over. What's the total you have? Okay. I have it at 49. And then San Fran and L.A., I have the over. I have, it at, you have? I have it at 45. Well, I'll give you the 44 and a half. Okay. Either way, either way. And then we got Chicago and Green Bay. I have that going over. Okay. What number do you have? That one, I have 44 and a half. Okay, I have the same. One second. And, and then my last one, I just made a switch. So what I did is I had the over in the Jags game. But I am switching it, and I'm going to the New Orleans and Denver. I'm going with the over. And I have that one at 42 and a half. That's so. I'll give, I'll give you the forty-two and a half. I have it at forty-three and a half. But I'll give you that. You know what? Either one, either one. It's so low. It's gonna hit. Wow. Four over unders, all overs. Okay. Well, here's here's mine. This is the uh, degenerate special. This is the, this is one that I thought you might have picked. How about Jacksonville plus seven? I think they get it done this week. Uh, I have you. I'm on the same boat with you. With uh, let me see, so I don't steal your thunder. Vegas, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. I have as well. The ones I don't have um, is the Rams minus six and a half. No problems there. New Orleans minus seven. Green Bay eight and a half. No, that's it's. There's a lot of numbers this week where I think they are. Very reasonable. Very reasonable. There's not many games where I look at it and I'm like, wow, that's just absurd. Why are they doing that? This is one of the weeks where I think Vegas did it right. I think they they got the numbers fairly right. And I, I don't really know. I, I don't have much else to say. It's it's going to be a good week of football, I think, no matter what. Yeah, until they get that Baltimore-Pittsburgh mess sorted out, too. Even then, you know what? We can roast them next week when the game either hasn't happened or just finished. I just uh, because want so I can so I can finally cash my ticket. Like I'm, I'm tired of waiting for this Baltimore Pittsburgh game. Oh, that would be so funny if they. What if they like schedule it like week seventeen, like two point or something like that? And then I'll just go down to winning Houston and Washington. I'll go down to the next lowest pay bracket. Oh, that's true. That's true. So they have to play it this week. Mm. Either way. Well, do you have anything else to say this week? Nope. Okay. So next week we need to touch on college basketball. I it has kicked off. Uh but I just want to finish the, you know, we got we got to finish this college uh or sorry, the college football and NFL week. But next week I think we should talk a little bit of college basketball since we are sort of getting underway. And uh, that's about it, I think. What do you think? I... Speaking of which, one quick question. Who won that game yesterday? 
Which one? The big game that was yesterday. Uh, Gonzaga ended up winning. Really? Yeah, it was 102 to 88, I believe. It was it was a pretty high scoring game. Very interesting. All all I'll tell the fans is to uh, uh, rate, like, and subscribe. Absolutely, absolutely, and let us know what you think. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, with a whole lot more to talk about. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Good luck on your picks, everybody. 